Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel's Cinematic Universe, and it's a brand new year, which means a brand new slate of shows and TV coming out in theaters and on Disney+. And this is our preview episode. We're looking out at the year ahead to get you ready, get you excited to watch some Marvel. My name is Emmanuel, and we've got a guest it's, uh, let's see, what phase are you in of your life, Brent? We're talking phase one through oh, five. I was going to make, make a pretty dark joke, but I won't. Really? Uh, no, you know, I am in, I think I'm also in my, no, let's let's keep it clean. I'm in my 32nd phase of uh, oh, okay. year. I just got, I, I got a yearly you count phase each year phase. Yeah. Wow. I'm still in phase one, I think. I'm still assembling the Avengers. I, I agree. i mean it's there is no it's weird when we talk marvel because there is no definitive end point there's end game which was amazing and capped off of you know the first couple dozen films but is it more of a comma than a period more than a comma yeah it's it's crazy how we are in uh at this point i'm trying to do the math in my head the 15th year of the mcu at this point? God, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Ooh. And here we are. We're talking about... So we're going to talk about the movies coming out. There's three movies this year. We're going to talk in uh, release order. And that means we're going to have a couple Disney Plus shows in between that we'll be discussing. But, Brett, just overall, how do you feel about the MCU? Because there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of worry out there that it's not home runs every time at bat for the MCU like it was maybe three or four years ago. And there are some swings and some misses and some, uh, you know, some, some base on balls. Let's see. What other baseball things do I know? Base some, on balls? Balls you know, on base? Isn't balls on base? Mean? Base on ball. No, you get a, you get a base on balls. Oh, Wait. you're right. Yeah. You, when you get walked, let's yeah, talk about baseball. Walked, let's, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about baseball. <laughs> America's pastime, but yeah. uh, you know, you get what I'm saying. Some of these movies are balls. And some yeah, of them are yeah. strikes. They got, some they of them got are... walked on. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you feel about the MCU? Uh, listen, man, it's been around, like you pointed out since I was, uh, uh, I've already said how old I am, I guess, too. Uh, 17 years old. And so, like, half I really have done, yeah, half half my life. It's, that is an insane thing that, uh, yeah, uh, crazy. But, um, yeah, it's I mean, the, I, maybe, is it the most consistent thing in your life? Because now that I'm looking back, I'm yes. like, it might be. Uh, yes, I think absolutely. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, whew, we got to question some things. I know. This is a therapy uh, session now. <laughs> Why are we doing this pod? Oh, no. no go. Um, yeah, no. I So, and I, uh, I've, I've, I've gone to see see every movie. I've, I've watched uh, every show so far. Uh, just double checking. There, we are in a lot of quantity now. Um, that's why when you said three movies this year, I was like, huh, only three, huh, only three. Because uh, like, we got four last year and then a ton of shows. Um, I think we're still getting a lot of shows this year. Uh, you'll probably get into that. We'll get into that, I guess. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, listen, man, like I'm still really enjoying it. Um, I think that, you know, um, I, th- I think there are some people who are really doom and gloom about the MCU stuff right now. But I think... It's to be expected after something as final and complete as as Endgame felt. And I think that what's happening now is MCU is kind of like 
reconfiguring things as they kind of begin a new phase, right? New era, yeah. basically, because it's it's kind of the begin the beginning of like a whole kind of new era for the MCU with some old friends along the way and stuff. But um, yeah, so I think they're figuring it out. Are, are there things that I have liked uh, less than others? Definitely. But, um, you know, I think that there is still that kind of consistent base level of like, I'm going to have a pretty good time on this thing. And I've pretty much enjoyed like every, you know, recent thing that they've put out. So, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to see uh, what things get shaken up and what new Friends get added and all sorts of stuff this year. Yeah, I like that you call them friends, Brent. That's nice. It makes me feel like I I'm just like, clocked that the second time I did it. Why did I? I was like, why am I saying friends instead I know. of characters? <laughs> I feel like uh, they're not really my friends. I know that. I know that they're not my. This friends. is you're I digging a hole, Brent. Oh, <laughs> oh. I, I know they don't know me, but I know them. Yeah, they're like I'm like their best friend, but they're not like my best friend. Okay, so there are six. <laughs> TV series coming out this year. Whoa. Three movies. Wow. We're going to get into it. I guess we'll kick it off with what is coming out the soonest. And that is a film called Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. It's releasing February 17th, 2023. Kind of a, we talked about how the MC has been around for so long that, that um, Valentine's day area of the, of the schedule is sort of an MCU time to shine. They always have something releasing there. That's when I think Black Panther came out originally. But Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, this is the third uh, trilogy complete now for um, Peyton Reed, who is directing this one. Uh, everyone is back. Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly. There is uh, his, his daughter plays a main role of this. There's a trailer that came out, and I think most people are just excited to be in in kind of the quantum realm and specifically to spend a little bit of time with Brent's friend, Kang the Conqueror mm -hmm. um, played by Jonathan majors, which I believe is maybe one of the biggest draws for this movie because he was in Loki set up as one of the major, I mean, they announced an Avengers movie after named after him. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? Are you excited for it? And what are you kind of looking forward to? Yeah, uh, I am pretty excited for it for basically the reasons that you said, like, um, uh, like the quantum realm is really exciting. I'm excited to see, and I don't know the actress's name, but, um, like, uh, Scott Lang, right? Yeah. Scott Lang's yeah, daughter, mm -hmm. like, uh, his like aged up daughter is going to be kind of like having adventures with them now. That's going to be Cassie uh, Lang Cassie, played by right, Catherine right. Newton recast. They recast her. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't want to have a uh, young girl playing like uh, yeah. an older teen. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm excited to see like that dynamic and like you know her being kind of like older and like he was away for five years. And I hope that they didn't just brush past a lot of the kind of like stuff since Endgame. Although they probably will have to, I guess, due to the timeline of when the movie takes place. But uh, yeah. Yeah, the big thing for me too is is Kang and is is Jonathan Majors because I think he's one of the most exciting actors uh, working right now. He's so good in everything, and I loved him in uh, Loki as Kang at the end. I think that like for what was asked of him, which is it's it was honestly a pretty insane and probably daunting to him task to be like. 
Okay, and then at the very uh, final episode of this whole season of TV, uh, he's going to walk into a room and you're just going to be there and you're going to talk to him. And that's yeah. kind of how the show is going to end. Uh, but he killed it. And he's a really interesting character with what we've seen of him so far. Uh, like a more, uh, I don't know. I think he's going to be a more complex character than Thanos. Thanos was pretty For cut sure. and dry. Um, they kind of took he, that. He got to get those, uh, he got to get those stones. He's got to get those rocks. They cut out the, you know, the death plot from the comics and stuff. And, uh, Kang seems like he's going to be a, a kind of slightly more interesting guy. And um, Jonathan Majors, I think, is going to kill it. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Kang, I think, in one of the – I mean, we we talked about Thanos. But hit, Thanos was kind of this outsized specter that you got glimpses of since Avengers, uh, the first Avengers movie. And then it led up to, you know, giant, giant – films um yeah. and stories and conclusions and kang the conqueror in theory is an even bigger foe and i'm really interested to know how they introduce like variants like i feel like that's such a hard sci-fi thing to introduce in the mcu <laughs> to yeah. be like well the character there's a there's infinite versions of that person and i don't know how that will will play over with the general audience but i'm excited to be in the quantum realm and Kind of mess around with all those interesting um, germs because in, we're in the microscopic oh, yeah. universe. Brent, what's your favorite germ? Uh, my favorite germ is probably uh, microbacteria. That's my favorite mm. little little uh, germ friend. There's the one that looks like a bear. Oh, yeah, tardigrade. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones everyone knows. Tardigrades are rad. Can't wait to see a couple tardigrades. I'm sure they will be in the quantum realm. But that one we don't have to wait long for because next month look, we're talking about next month. Yeah. So wow. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, that will be out. And also good for Peyton Reed. He got three MCU movies done. Yeah, dude. I think he, uh, yeah, he's a he's a great director with a really good track record. And um, I've really enjoyed his uh, Ant-Man movies. I think he yeah. has like a kind of lightness uh so far this one seems like it might be getting a little darker mm, a little uh dark. from the trailer at least but um yeah they're a little lighter than i think some of the other mcu things and i and i kind of like that yeah. aspect of it so yeah interesting how he and we'll talk about this when the movie comes out but interesting how he kind of shepherded the ant-man franchise taking over for edgar wright in that super weird controversial beginning right and now he's he's wrapping up the third one kind of kind of cool to see that okay uh we're gonna switch from film and again some of these don't have hard release dates so i've i'm putting them in an order it's just because we have things that we know like it's gonna come out in early uh, 2023 so I, we assume that's like january february yeah. but the next thing that we assume will come out is the nine episodes second season of the animated series What If. Oh. Um, it's the, I mean, you know him, you love him, The Watcher, who kind of has these interesting, uh, ad very like one-shot singular stories that I was surprised all came together at the end of the first season of What If. I'll be interested to know whether it happens in the second season, but are you excited for more? What if Brent more Marvel zombies, maybe, or I don't know. I mean, Marvel has Marvel apes. There's more, there's all kinds of things they can dip into. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for, for what if, cause it just feels like, um, uh, I mean, it's in the name really. Like it, it's fun little, like, uh, you know, uh, what if scenarios of 
you know, our favorite friends uh, yeah. and, and stories and, and what if things were different? You know, a lot of times they uh, have kind of uh, uh, gotten into like fan theories or like fan concepts and stuff like that um, with like Peggy Carter, Captain America, stuff like that. Um, and I think the animation is really cool. So, yeah, I'm excited to see like what areas of the MCU they're kind of exploring in the next one. There is one episode um, that they have announced already, and it's what if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? Um, And uh, there's a little bit of a spoiler in the description, so I won't read it. But we know Captain Carter's back, which is really interesting. And then, of course, like they won the Emmy last year. Chadwick Boseman won a posthumous Emmy. That is so wild. Didn't get snubbed like the Oscars um, for his role in what if. But what if season two? Anthony Hopkins didn't win it. No, luckily he did not voice anyone in SpongeBob or else yeah. who knew. For it? his guest role in Peppa Pig, Anthony I Hopkins. <laughs> um, I actually wouldn't be surprised if he's a Peppa Pig. That actually might. He probably has been. Yeah, yeah. Um, as Peppa. Okay, another show that will be coming out, assumingly before the summer, is Secret Invasion. That's coming out in the early part of 2023 as well. There was a trailer for this that premiered recently. This stars Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn. I mean, it's 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 going to be centered around uh, what's left of Shield and the characters like Nick Fury and Maria Hill um, that exist, and then also probably heavy on scrolls. Um, scrolls who we were introduced to in Miss Marvel or C- Captain Marvel. Um, ben Mendelsohn, Mendelsohn is back as Talos, the leader of the scroll sect. So imagine a lot of shape shifting. <laughs> Um, other people that are confirmed in this cast, in case you just didn't know anything and wanted to know whether you should watch it, but Don Cheadle, Martin Freeman uh, uh, are, are in the show, reprising their roles from the MCU. And then we will get to see Amelia Clark and Olivia Coleman in the MCU. They joined the MCU in Secret Invasion. Um, oh, this so is going to be, a, a, I mean, I don't even know how many episodes are going to be. In this show, uh, oh, looks, oh, sorry, it's a miniseries, so there will be six episodes. But Secret Invasion seems like a lot of uh, like shape shifting fun. And Olivia Coleman, I mean, yeah, that's going to be really awesome in the MCU. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm really that. I think that's one of my most anticipated MCU projects this year. Uh, just because, like, like many, you know, of the MCU projects where we're at now in, in the stories and what things they've already explored and what they haven't yet. Uh, a lot of the things uh, coming out now, I, I don't know what they're going to be about and what they're going to explore. Like, uh, but secret invasion I know is, is a really famous uh, mm-hmm. series of comics. Um, I, I'm kind of surprised it's not like a bigger movie or something, but a show yeah. six yeah. episodes. That's pretty, that's a long time actually. Yeah. Longer yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it, I, I'm curious to see like what the effects of, of this are on, on the, on the MCU. But yeah, I like that. It looks like a kind of spy espionage thing. Yeah. Uh, love getting more Mendelssohn as, uh, as Talos. I think he was so good in Captain Marvel. Uh, so yeah, that one's, that one's uh, really high on the list. Okay. So that'll be pretty big. And we'll talk about that. Of course, we'll probably go episode by episode or something, but uh, before we get to the next movie, another season of Loki will be coming out in the summer of this year. Loki, which is one of, I think, Disney Plus's biggest successes, um, partially because 
of the return of Tom Hiddleston as Loki, a character that just will never die in the MCU, apparently. Um, even when he dies, he goes to the TVA. Um, but it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in the second season. They've got some new directors that I'm excited about. Uh, a lot of like genre directors from like VHS and stuff are doing uh, this episodes. Of course, like a lot of people from Rick and Morty uh, did are working on the show, <laughs> but where they left off in Loki season one is so wild because this might, I mean, gosh, like the variances and the divergence and the time stream and the TVA and the fact that, um, you know, there's uh, I mean, uh, Kang is, is the one who remains is in the show. Um, what are you looking forward to in, in Loki season two? Uh, yeah, I, I loved the the first season of Loki. I think it was so much fun. Time cop. Uh, yeah, it's just just like you know having having silly time fun, uh, jumping around in, in variances. Uh, his his variant, the Loki variant uh, that was with him. God, what was her name? Sophie. What was her name? Yeah. Uh, I think so. I think you're right. Let me double check. Uh, but yeah, I assume she'll be back. I think they had a, a really great rapport. Um, and yeah, I just, I love the kind of design of the show. Uh, Sylvie. Sylvie. Okay. But the, but the actor's name is Sophia. So. Oh, there you go. I was kind of close. Um, yeah. And yeah, like the rapport between uh, him, her, and then like Owen Wilson, I think as an addition is, is really fun too. Uh, just like the world of the, uh, what's the headquarters called again? TVA. TVA. That's right. Uh, it's really cool and a lot of fun. So yeah, I'm excited to see more, uh, adventures there for sure. Really good. It's just solid science fiction stuff, mm-hmm. which is cool. And I was never really worried about a lot of these shows rely on their connection to the broader MCU. It's almost like you're waiting for cameos or to figure out yeah. you know, how this plays into a bigger thing. And Loki is one of the shows that kind of stands on its own. And you're kind of they're in that. I mean, you don't even know what time period they're in or they're in like this weird limbo world, which is fun because they get to travel through time, but also to different planets and places and dimensions and stuff. So yeah. it's a good show that um, I think think is like not a limited series i mean season two is means it's not so yeah. who knows it could just go on forever and ever but yeah excited for loki and tom hiddleston of course is like great. oh yeah one of the one of the best mcu the, performers for sure, yeah. ever yeah and in og well let's go to the theater so in the summer oh, of this year the mcu always picks a big summer movie um to release and there's also it's always a show of strength. I think when a movie comes out in the summer for the MCU, because there's so much competition, there's an Indiana Jones movie this year. There's another Dune movie. And this year I'm not worried about the MCU movie because it is guardians of the galaxy. Volume three, another trilogy completed by James Gunn, the new head of DC studios, the rival studios. I think this is going to be really fun because you know, a lot of the press junket is going to be asking about when the Snyder cut comes out, but oh boy, Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, stands even apart from the rest of the MCU movies as one of those cultural moment movies, Uh, kind of one of the biggest surprises when the original Guardians of the Galaxy comes out. Now James Gunn is like a household name, but he was a pretty unknown before Guardians. And the fact that it's a movie franchise that has an identity in the MCU, like you expect really great dialogue fun music 
like kind of some ironic scenes to happen, you know, in a way. Yeah. Good Groot moments, some great like uh, uh, space stuff going on. We saw this even in the holiday special. And a lot of heart. A lot of heart. So yeah. much humanity, I think, in his stuff. Yeah. Um, what do you, What do you think about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three? Is this just going to like be maybe the highest grossing movie of the year? You think? I I think it is going to kill definitely. Um, and I think it's probably my most anticipated MCU thing this year. Uh, just yeah. because it's been a long time coming. Like, uh, when was was two was it 2017 it's been a really long time it has been um, quite a while um, and 20 yeah 2017 and the original was 2014 and let's be honest the journey to this movie was long and hard especially for james gunn who was fired when did something else came back and then became he, in charge yeah, of he was fired after two came two. Out? yeah oh my gosh wow i did not realize it's been a long really five years yeah, that long. Holy cow. Uh, yeah, but I'm excited to see like because the way he's always talked about it is like uh, he has like an ending for a trilogy for the characters. And I think mm-hmm. that like I'm excited to see what that is. You know, I think uh, are there going to be some tears shed? Probably. Uh, hopefully it's not too sad. Uh, but, yeah. uh, you know, I think it's going to be uh, really, really good. And I can't wait. They're leaning on that hard too. the first trailer we saw has a lot of those moments kind of filtered in there, especially with like Rocket and Groot. And you yeah. see stuff that you're just like, oh my God. Characters they, crying, like every are they telling, what are they crying at a certain yeah. point. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope it's just a subversion and we're not like seeing yeah. the finale of the movie and the trailers, but there's always something really special when a story ends and it's a big driver towards people, you know, watching it. So um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, this might be my most anticipated too. Really excited for it. Okay. After that, there's still three more shows releasing. Oh so in um, late... 2023 again no dates yet we'll get to revisit riri williams in her own show ironheart um we saw her in black panther wakanda forever uh this comes from uh like a lot of really talented people who haven't worked in the mcu before and maybe and worked on like um youtube series and, and stuff like that we got hints of ironheart or riri williams uh like past in black panther we saw her at school but she talks about her dad and her kind of um uh like uh her her interest in creating machines and she's the spiritual successor to iron man um and we do know also that anthony ramos portrays the hood um which is like a big uh character for for iron heart are you excited for this tv show or and also what do you what do you think about them like I don't know, kind of already giving her a a backstory. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of interesting because like, I assume it's not going to be an origin thing, which I'm, I'm all for that at this stage in MCU stuff, just like kind of starting after, after the kind of origin. But then again, it's a character that not a lot of people know the origin of. So I could see them being like getting into that too, maybe showing some flashbacks. Uh, But I'm excited. Um, I, I really like the actress a lot and, and, uh, uh, and I'm excited to see kind of like what, where they go in, in, you know, her show. Uh, cause I, I know nothing really about, uh, Ironheart. Like most of these she's new, new. Yeah, yeah, she's very new, like in terms of like 
the real the world. comics. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, a lot of these new characters, like Ironheart's one of them. I I'm like, yeah, like let's, let's, uh, let's see what you got. Like um, I'm excited to see uh, what that show is. Well, right around that time, another show is re- is is premiering as well. Also, a character that was kind of they, you know, back in the day they called it a backdoor pilot when a character from a show got their own spinoff. Like, The Golden Palace was a show that uh, came out after The Golden Girls, um, oh as gosh. like a you know, it just happened all the time. Well, anyways, yeah, yeah. the backdoor pilot from Hawkeye. Um, was for Echo, Alakwa Al- 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 Cox uh, playing My- Maya Lopez. This was a huge thing because it's, you know, Vincent D'Onofrio playing Wilson Fix from the Daredevil universe and Charlie Cox and all that we know now is coming back. But Echo is an interesting character, a deaf Native American who's the son of a cr- or daughter of a crime lord. She's 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 coming out with her own show later this year. I'm really interested by the show because it seems like there was kind of an ending ending for her in Hawkeye. Um, and there's not much known about it. Like we don't even know how many episodes it's going to be, but it's coming out later this year. Um, I mean, I, this is, I assume we're going to get more and more daredevil stuff closer to uh, the born again series coming out next year. And this seems like it's a, it's a part of it. Oh, yeah, it's supposed to be. The, well, who knows? Maybe they shoot it really quick and then just get it out. I guess but. you're right. I guess I did hear 24. Yeah. But Murdoch and D'Onofrio, uh, sorry, and, and uh, Kingpin, I think they will be in the show. It's kind of unavoidable. It's such a yeah. big part of Echo. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be seeing a little bit more of, of kind of characters that we just met. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that'll be interesting to see. Because I, too, was kind of like, I, I thought we kind of got, uh, you know, uh some a bit of finality, I guess, to uh, to echo in that show. And what I would hate is like, it's it's awesome that like Daredevil and and Kingpin are gonna you know potentially be in uh, her show. But it's like, I I also it would kind of suck to like have them kind of pull a, a Mandalorian and, and Boba Fett type scenario where like yeah. they kind of come in, swing in, and kind of like steal the Here's thunder a, a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to see like what that show is for sure. All right, let's go back to the theaters. There's two summer movies this year. And interesting, no fall movie for the MCU unless something happens. But um, this is kind of a big unknown for me. I really don't know much about this. We haven't seen anything. Um, and it's a it's a new young director, but in a, premiering in July of 2023, the end of July, is The Marvels, which is a continuation of Carol Danvers or Captain Marvel's story played by Brie Larson. This one is a team-em-up, though. Because not only is Captain Marvel in it, but Iman Vellani is back playing Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Tiana Paris is back as Monica Rambo. Um, Samuel Jackson is in it. There's a lot of people uh, that are, I assume, not yet announced that are going to be in this movie as well. But it's helmed by Naya DaCosta, who we just watched uh, or, and talked about Candyman last year when that movie came out. But yeah. she's a, you know, she's a Sundance director, and they've had some good runs in the MCU. Um, what do you think about the Marvels? Yeah, um, I'm. I'll tell you what. I'm. I'm way more excited for it than I was, especially after seeing Miss Marvel, because uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, is, is it Amon Vellani? Yeah. Um, yeah, she like she's great. Her and like Miss Marvel are probably like my favorite MCU character now, like in the present, especially in like the new 
like young Avengers crew. I think she's so great and so endearing and such a cool character for the MCU to have. Um, and so charming and funny, but, uh, yeah. And so I, I think that, and especially with where they left off, uh, at the end of Miss Marvel, which I assume is going to lead right into, for sure. uh, you know, yeah. the Marvels, which I think is so fun because if you just do some quick math and think like, Oh wait, if Brie Larson, not Brie, uh, Carol Danvers is in her bedroom, is she just going to be like on some planet somewhere yeah. all of a and, sudden? And it's going to happen often. It sounds like. Yeah, I, I guess so. So like that is a really fun concept for a like team up movie where they're like all swapping around or like, yeah, just, I, I'm so curious to see like what is going on there. But um, yeah, I think that's going to be a lot of fun for sure. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, Nia Costa said that, um, which is really interesting to me that this is the most freedom she's ever had making a movie creatively considering oh. she's made like independent films and stuff. I wonder how far this goes and what new things we'll see because it's going to be a, yeah, I think that's a great premise for what the movie is going to be like and maybe where some of the hijinks is, but at some point, you know, how does, how do they connect and what is the, yeah. Captain Marvel is always interesting because she is, very, very powerful. So you almost yeah. don't know what can defeat her. And it I, may just be yeah. something that limits her so much, not so much like kryptonite. It's, yeah. I, and, and I think her character benefits a lot by having Miss Marvel potentially around. And I think, mm-hmm. honestly, I think uh, Brie Larson as like an actress would probably benefit to having like someone like her to kind of bounce off of. Yeah. Uh, because I think, uh, we don't have to get too much into it, but I think Brie Larson is a really great actress and she's so charismatic and, and, and wonderful. But I think like she really shines uh, in movies where she can like play off people. Yeah, and, like, for sure. Uh, especially like younger people. I think she's I think her and, and Iman are going to be uh, really great in that movie. And they're hanging out a lot. I think you can see like behind the scenes that they're having a great time together, but it's just exciting to see her in any movie, to be honest with you. Cause Brie Larson, look, she got that sweet Emmy gold with the room, but she hasn't necessarily been in a ton of movies that sweet Oscar gold. Yeah. Um, uh, But she's was in like, I'm looking at her recent credits and she was in Shang-Chi between two ferns, the movie just mercy then it's Avengers Endgame, Captain Marvel, Kong Skull Island. Like most of that is in the MCU. And I know she's going to be in the new Fast and Furious movie. Oh, but right. I mean, I, I like that she's taking it easy. I bet her life is great right now. But, you know, she's not she's like a YouTuber now. She has like a fun. Oh, YouTube. really? She's yeah. just chilling. So I'm excited to see her in a, in a movie. OK, for the final thing we'll talk about is honestly something I'm really, really, really excited about. Might be the most excited I am about any show coming out this year. Um, and that is the uh, a spinoff, another backdoor pilot from one of the MCU's most successful shows. And that's Agatha Coven of Chaos. Oh. Jack Schaefer, who worked on WandaVision, is back. Um, you know, I'm, uh, Marvel's really high on this show. But Catherine Hahn is back playing Agatha Harkness. We just saw her in Glass Onion. She was nominated for an Emmy for this role. Um, but the most important thing for me is the fact that there's a new cast that's adding Sashir Zameda, who's really hilarious from SNLs here. Patty Lapone is going to be in the show as well. And Whoa. so will Aubrey Plaza. Oh, so this right. show, oh. Agatha Coven of Chaos, 
will be incredible. And I'm really excited because we're talking about witches and Hazren Han's going to do her Agatha all along thing. Um, it's going to be a really fun show. Are you excited for Agatha Coven of Chaos? Yeah, dude. I had forgotten about that one and I forgot about that cast, but you're telling me Catherine Hahn, Patty Lapone, Aubrey Plaza going to be mm. playing witches. That sounds fucking great. Sign yeah. me up. Uh, that's going to be fun, man. I, I hope, God, I hope Aubrey Plaza is playing the villain. That I just would be like crazy. That would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. do really well with the tone. I think from WandaVision to what I assume yeah. this show is really great. And when you have magic, you can't trust anything. And that's going to be really important too. I wonder if, uh, yeah, I wonder, I, 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 Agatha is such an interesting character in the MCU and in Marvel in general. And Catherine Hahn is so amazing that, I would, I, I would, I would, I mean, I would love for her to have an outsized role in whatever. Yeah. Whatever's absolutely. leading up. In give, the give Catherine Hahn whatever she wants. <sighs> whatever she wants. Like check to Catherine Hahn. Let her do whatever. Put I'm her in a recap. Do it. I'm going to recap the um, films and TVs we just talked about. But even though that was a lot of stuff, there's also things that could come out. Um, like yeah. those MCU special presentations, they come out pretty fast and loose. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if around Halloween we find out that they had filmed something and it's just out now, or that there's yeah. a they're cooking you know, up a, a Labor Day special. Oh yeah, baby! You uh, don't wear white. Um, the films that we talked about that are coming out this year, so you can mark it on your calendars. Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Media comes out February seventeenth. Guardians of the Galaxy, May 5th, and the Marvels, July 28th. They don't have anything coming out in the fall, which is interesting. And then on your TV screens, which I like to call small movie theater. Yeah. Uh, What If Season 2, Secret Invasion Season 1, Loki Season 2, Ironheart, Echo, Agatha, Coven of Chaos comes out. And Agatha, Coven of Chaos is not a miniseries. It's a full series um i'm really excited for the year i guess we already kind of talked about it you're really excited for guardians and um loki yeah yeah i think those are my most anticipated uh yeah yeah i think so i mean to be honest before we started i had thought that the new daredevil show was dropping this year because that's gonna be numero uno baby you know I, yeah. I was like, why are they pushing it back? Because they pushed it back into next year. But I just saw the episode count. And they're darn near shooting 20 episodes of that show. And they're all going to be an hour long. So I get it. They are. I wonder if gonna they're going to do. Oh, man. The the that, kind of thing people were hoping for, which is like slightly more episodic, some like courtroom type stuff, which I hope we need, we need Murdoch in a courtroom in this new show, like yeah. much more of that. Cause we it's finally saw him in She-Hulk in a courtroom. Yeah. And it was great. So more of that. You're probably yeah, right. I mean, that, that I honestly, this is phase five. Um, it, well, phase five is going to be this year and next year. So we'll talk about the stuff next year later on, but there's a new captain America, Thunderbolts and blade. That's all the movies in phase five. And then Ooh. there's going to be some other shows, but before next year, we got to get through this year. So stay tuned to Countdown to Infinity because we're going to be watching every episode of these shows. I don't know how we're to get through all of the Daredevil episodes because that is, if it's weekly, that's a lot. Um, and then all of the movies as well. Um, but Brent, 
Thanks for helping us preview the entire year for our listeners. It seems like it's a slog just talking about it. I can't imagine <laughs> watch it all. Putting in the and putting in the man hours to to watch all these things. Yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate it's you crazy. having me on to to uh, talk about these things. Uh, I'm gonna enjoy watching them. You know, for yeah. So, uh, what uh, what do you have to plug? Oh man, uh, just the I think just the Delphin Pod uh, Patreon. So uh, yeah, if you guys aren't subscribed to that, check it out. Uh, Manuel and I have all sorts of fun stuff on there. Top fives, uh, Screen Slush, which is a show where we talk like new movies, new shows, old movies, old shows, all all that stuff. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so check that out. For sure. Well, stay tuned here um, on this pod where we'll talk about all the MCU stuff. Listen to all the shows on the Dolphin Pod Network. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, we're kicking off a new year. Happy New Year to you all. Um, Can't wait to see what this year brings. 2023. Um, Is it the... Any predictions for the year, Brett? Uh, Crypto? Get into crypto. Crypto? Going way back up. Bye Get bye on bye. the ground floor. Bye, bye bye bye. All in. <laughs> I heard about this thing called FTX, and let me just say, that was a I good time. Where to the hop money on comes board. from. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. <laughs>